Yeah, get to know the true cost of a Datsun. Datsun dealers in New York, New Jersey, or Fairfield County area. Yeah, that's good. Hey, listen, before we uh, get too deeply involved here in our great big show here called the Sears Roebuck Hour, uh, or the commercial catalog of the air, we do have uh, we do have one I'd like to point out personally. Uh, if you're going to be coming into town over the holidays, be sure to make it a point to drop by the Blue Ribbon. Uh, it is a good restaurant, one of the few I know in the Midtown area. And this is a big time of the year for them because they're one of the few restaurants that serve uh, venison. Uh, do you like venison? You ever had good venison? Venison? How about Haas and pfeffer? Oh, I love Haas and pfeffer. I mean, you can't get that in New York. No way. <laughs> and uh, they have the greatest house and pepper, I think, in town. Uh, they also serve such uh, such other goodies as uh, roast goose. This is getting to be the roast goose season. And uh, if you're planning a party, I would like to suggest you contact them, and they would be glad to uh, to have a very special party for you, cater it there, you know. You come in with the candles and the whole business, and you uh, decide whether you want venison or house and pepper or maybe even meatloaf. I mean, if you got that kind of friend, you never know, you know. But uh, this is the Blue Ribbon, which is at, uh, I want to give you the exact address, because it's not easy to find, really, unless you look for it. It's a discreet restaurant. It has a little name out in front. It's 145 West 44th Street, and it's a fine German restaurant. And they're open from Monday through Saturday. They're just closed down on Sunday. And they're open from 11.30 in the morning for lunch, of course, until midnight. So after the theater, you can go in and latch into one of their uh, their great uh, apple pancakes. You ever had their apple pancakes with cinnamon? A little of that prior dark beer. You won't even care whether you go home or not. But uh, <laughs> a lot of guys don't anyway. So <laughs> let's, let's bring the honest truth out, you know. So <laughs> if you're looking for a, a really interesting restaurant in the New York City, right in the middle of the town area, right, right off of Times Square, right in the theater district, and believe me, if you think I'm kidding, they are tough to come by in this area. This is a really fine restaurant that goes back to the turn of the century. And uh, take a look at some of those great uh, old opera stars. Those pictures, you see those guys all around there with those tin hats with the horns sticking out of them? You know, and they all have these great names like Luigi. Luigi Fungili, great, uh, you know, great uh, Italian Teneroso from La Scala. And he came in there one day and ate the Hassenpfeffer. Now he's forever enshrined on the wall. That's uh, a <laughs> that's a that's at the Blue Ribbon, the Blue Ribbon, and you just ask for Old George when you go in there and tell him you're 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 a friend of mine, and he'll give you that special table, the one that doesn't tilt when you eat. You ever had a table when you sit down at a place and it goes rocks up and down? Yeah, very embarrassing. And you're all your Rice Krispies down in your new slacks, your new corduroy knickers. Uh, this is uh, the Blue Ribbon, and it's at 145 West 44th Street, a great German restaurant. They have all kinds of food there, but, uh, you know, their bread is spectacular. Uh, yes, that's right. They do it all there on their own premises. And if you care for any of those recipes, by the way, George says anytime anybody wants a recipe for something like Haas and Pfeffer or uh, venison or the great bread, the black bread they make, the German bread, just ask him. He'd be glad to lay it on you. That's 145 West 44th Street, Monday through Saturday, 11.30 a.m. until midnight. The Blue Ribbon. Hi, 
her wardrobe. And this doll talks back to the child in her very own voice. The batteries aren't included. Sir, this is a toy they'll all want this year. You see, you press this button here and the yellow ball pops out. Actually, all the manipulation... You know, toys and Christmas just naturally seem to go together. But there are other gifts that children love to receive. Gifts that often give more lasting pleasure than toys. I'm talking about books. Especially books from the children's department at the Barnes & Noble bookstore. You see, children's books are a Barnes & Noble specialty. Whether you're looking for a gift that entertains, educates, or both, you're sure to find the perfect book for every child on your list at Barnes & Noble. And right across the street at the Barnes & Noble sale annex, we've got 20,000 children's books on sale for just a dollar each. That's the Barnes & Noble bookstore and the sale annex, both at 5th Avenue and 18th Street in Manhattan. Children's gift headquarters. Christmas time, anytime. Oh, and by the way, the sale annex is open Sundays 10 to 4 during December. This is Mrs. Alice Head. Tell us what happened today at your Acme and Super Saver. Well, I came to do my shopping, and as I got finished, I was asked to do a comparison test at any store of my choice. You selected the store? Yes. And you were asked to duplicate your order? Yes. To the, at that store? That's correct. Okay, you've done that now, and we have the totals from the two stores. Let's take a look at them. All right, how much was it at the other store? $19.22. And at Acme Super Saver? $17.98. So there was a difference of? $1.24. That was the saving by buying the same items at Acme Super Saver. That's correct. And have we convinced you now, Mrs. Head, that Acme Super Saver is the place for savings? I didn't need convincing. Ah, <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you very much for joining us in this test, too. Say, don't take Mrs. Head's word for it. You come on and find out for yourself. Find out that you're going to save more at Acme and Super Saver Markets. You're going to like it here. Well, that's uh, one of those new uh, actuality commercials. You know, that's a whole new thing, you know. One of my favorites is the one that uh, it, 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 that features a new type of performer, you know. This is the offstage voice. Uh, have you seen those? Uh, where it's this, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Mrs. Kluberman. Uh, cannot see us here, and she's now in the testing room. Uh, Mrs. Kluberman, uh, the uh, unmarked container on the right contains an unmarked uh, uh, shampoo, and the one on the right contains the one you've been using, uh, Drippo with V7. Now, would you please uh, dip your fingers into the unmarked container on the right and tell us uh, what you feel? Oh, for heaven's sakes, it's, uh, it's richer, it's uh, cleaner, it has, uh, well, <laughs> It has more body than the one I've been using. It's uh, yeah, which one? Is, uh, which one is this? Uh, that's uh, Zoomeranger Seven, and it's uh, you've never used that, have you? Well, would you take it home and give it a try, Mrs. Goberman, and then come back later and tell us how it works? And the voice says later. Mrs. Goberman returns. She is back in the in the box now, and she does not know that the hidden camera is photographing her as we talk to her. Uh, how did uh, the uh, shampoo work, Mrs. Glidman? Oh, it's, uh, my hair is stronger, definitely stronger, and it's richer, and it has more bounce, certainly does. And uh, it's, uh, it just sticks out there like wire. It's just amazing. It, I've grown seven or eight more pounds of hair since I've used your shampoo. It's just marvelous. Well, what are you going to do about that now, Mrs. Glidman? Well, I certainly will use your shampoo. I'll, I'll use it, certainly. I'm very surprised. That uh, unsolicited test was uh, Mrs. Glimmerman of East Passaic, New Jersey, in our hidden camera test. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, 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 
commerce it goes, it goes marching, marching on. Oh, it never, never stops, just like that big old river, just, it just rolls on out of the sea. Yeah, we tonight would like to salute the Mrs. Gubermans everywhere. Always taking part in the test and never choosing the wrong product. They never pick old Brand X. No, it's down the drain with belongs. And so we salute Mrs. Gouverman tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my hair is richer and stronger. It's longer and it's deeper. And it's got a new, more natural color. That old color, that, that, that sort of faded mouse color is now gone, and now my hair is rich and bouncy, springier and thicker and longer, and it just goes on and on. My hair grew over a foot and a half last night since using the new shampoo. And I know, I know I've got a lot to offer, and i got a lot to be thankful for on this Thanksgiving, especially them new shampoos. I want to thank all them sponsors, them sponsors everywhere, giving us all those good things on TV and through the air. Oh, they're handing it out day and day and night. Pounding the drum, beating the drum. It's patriotic now. Yes, and there's good Americans spend your dough. Get rid of it just as soon as you get it. Keep it moving. It's patriotic now to buy a new car. Buy yourself a new house. What the hell? You can't live forever. Go out and do it. Start a bonfire in front of your house with $10 bills. You like that tune, huh? What the hell? You can't win. I mean, uh, nobody ever actually wins, you know. I mean, there are 5,000 folk sayings that say that. How many times have you heard old Guffer say, Well, I say one thing. I'll tell you, I say one thing. Nobody ever got out of this world alive. Well, you've heard that. Or haven't you heard that? Or doesn't that appear on the calendars that you get? No. You know, I'd like to salute a whole new era in television. Somebody died last week on Marcus Welby. First known example of somebody dying on a, on a, on a, on a TV... A TV doctor show. You see that? <laughs> and uh, so I'd like to salute. If I, if I, let's get on. We've got a couple of more commercials here. Well, we, we've got to join that big old Tom Tom. Hey, did you know that there's a magazine that you can receive for $8 a year that gives you unlimited free admission to the world-famous Museum of Natural History? You didn't know that, did you? Certainly not. As well as a special member's reception room. Plus two. Yes, two bonus gifts. That, uh, that's not me there. That's somebody saying it. Two. Yes, two. Bonus gifts. That's known as copy ease. You know, copy ease is a special language. It doesn't have much to do with the human language. For example, uh, have you noticed that in, in every commercial you ever hear, that they always have a thing. It's all one word called the new low, low price. The new low, low price. That's not just like the new price. Well, the new low, low price is often twice as much as it used to be. But that was the new low, low price over the one they were thinking of charging. And they just, well, I didn't want to get into that. But nevertheless, subscribers have gotten Eric Sloan's book of early American tools, an exciting book, plus a recording of language and music of the wolf. You're going to need this, living out in Queens. And there also a sparkling, striking natural history calendar of Indian photos. Oh, yes, very good. The, the magazine is the Natural History Magazine, with its clear language and far-ranging topics. It uh, will help you understand the processes and successes and failures of mankind, as well as his blunders. 
I don't know. Uh, each issue is a unique combination of visual beauty and scientific accuracy. It's called Natural History Magazine, right? And if you subscribe to this, you can also get in the museum free. Unlimited. It says unlimited free admissions to the world-famous Museum of Natural History. You just flash your magazine, they'll let you in. They'll know you're a regular. Uh, now, it's only $8. You call 582-2000. You just call them. 582-2000. Give them your wolf call. They'll love it. That's 582-2000. And uh, you give them your name. And they'll lay that baby on you. That's Natural History Magazine. Makes a good gifty, too. If you don't have a phone, uh, you may write Natural History Magazine in care of WOR New York. Don't send any dough. You'll be billed. You can bet on that. I'll just add another one to your mailbox. What the heck? you got seven, 8000 a week now. Might as well add another seven or eight. You know, who cares? Let's see, uh, that was uh, Natural History, you know, ask me, how about that? No, no, I, I think I'll do a show now. I'm going to take the bull by the horns, attempt to do a show, what do you say? Right, might as well. You know, uh, since it's uh, now the night, you know, it's, it's just before Thanksgiving, this is, what is it, Thanksgiving Eve, they call it? And, uh, you know, the turkeys are walking around there, they ain't got along for this, well, I don't, I, I, I think uh, most people have never seen a real turkey. I mean, outside of, you know, when you go to the show. But uh, that's something else. That's another kind of a turkey. Uh, there's plenty of those around. Uh, yes, you know that there's a new uh, a cable television system now where you can sit at home and watch bad movies at home. Yeah, you pay for them, you know. And they have a little thing on the side for a quarter extra. It dispenses little plastic packages of cranberries. So you can accompany the turkey with, you know, maybe in the future years, they'll have stuffing that'll come out of your set, too, you know? So what the heck, you know? No kale stuffing, naturally, uh, in keeping with almost everything else. But uh, <laughs> have you got a feeling that you have a no-kale salary now? Right. Well, that's the way life is. Uh, it's, uh, it's not easy. I, I see one guy One guy in the in the NBA, is uh, he's renegotiating his contract. He signed a contract. That's basketball, see? He's, uh, he signed a contract just eight months ago for two and a half million dollars uh, for three years of playing, you know, in the NBA. And so now he went on strike already. He said, guy can't hardly live on that. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's, that, see, it's this kind of stuff. Now, don't laugh at this. It's just this kind of stuff. And Larry Merchant will very seriously discuss it. And I'm sure that, uh, that Bouton will agree that he's been ripped off, that guy, for, you know, signing for that two and a half million dollar contract. And uh, I, I guarantee you that it's this kind of stuff that will be written about about our time roughly uh, a thousand years from now when they, you know, write up the decline and fall. They'll talk about that, among other things. Yeah, so long, Al. It's all right. It's okay. Uh -huh, yeah, okay. He's going out to a union meeting. I will see. Yeah. Taking a vote. Okay. Fine. So if we don't come back, they decided to strike. But... Uh, <laughs> Well, it's happening in France. Did you hear about that? All the newscasters went on strike in France. That happened today. Did you hear about that on television? And so now they're just playing old films. Sounds like our TV, doesn't it? Uh, they're, yeah, they're playing old films now. And, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling tell you the truth. And, uh, the, the armed forces have been called out to form a cordon around the uh, television station. 
says rioting newscasters were causing problems. So, uh, you know, can't you just see uh, uh, Walter Cronkite being hit on the head with rubber truncheons as the armed forces when the, when the newscasters riot? <laughs> somehow, somehow the French has this style we do not have. Uh, it adds a little to the La Belle Francaise, you know. Uh, but uh, be that as it may, uh, I, uh, I, I would like to take cognizance of the fact that this is uh, just before Thanksgiving. And uh, somebody wrote uh, a note and says, Shepard, you must have had some pretty interesting things. I guess all of us have had fairly interesting Thanksgivings in our time. But holidays, you know, tend to, uh, tend to not be judged by the holiday themselves, but by what occurred around them. And uh, I did have one time, I, I think one of the greatest Thanksgivings, weirdest Thanksgivings I ever had, I was in the Army. And uh, now, uh, you know, <laughs> you know when, when you're in the Army, people give you stuff free, you know, all the time. And uh, yes, you do, you know, USO and all that stuff. And, uh, and one-third of the company is allowed to go home or out on a Thanksgiving or any one of the big major holidays. Did you know that by Army regulation, only a third of a company is allowed to be, say, uh, let off on Christmas, something like that? Or did you know that? You didn't. So you stick around, you'll learn all these little things from me. And uh, this is true, because, you know, what would happen if everybody's home for Christmas and, uh, boom, we had a Pearl Harbor. You <laughs> know, everybody's out to lunch. They had that happen once. And so uh, they, don't, they don't like that to happen. After all, the taxpayer pays his dough, and he doesn't want everybody to be roistering around in the USO the day we get zapped, which uh, could happen. Uh, yeah, it could, you know. So uh, they got regulations about this, and so... It's like a it's like a yearly uh, uh, lottery. Nobody knows who's going to get the get the three day pass. See, well, uh, uh, certain guys get them, other guys don't. They just you know it's a luck of the draw. And on this particular year, I I, uh, I was you know I was really plotting. I had this had this whole thing in my mind set up what I was going to do. See, three days because I had the feeling. Have you ever had the feeling that you're really going to win something once? You ever had that feeling? That's an eerie feeling, you know. Uh, when when you feel, you know, I'm going to win this time. I'm really going to win. And already you're planning the acceptance speech, you know, and uh, you're, you're you're planning the look on your face you're going to have, saying, oh, I never win anything. Well, I'll be damned, you know, all that stuff. Um, but uh, I, I, I had it in my head. I was going to get this pass. I knew I was going to get it, see. So I uh, I made arrangements. I had this, uh, this, this date, which was uh, to occur in a city several hundred miles away from where I was, which was in this uh, in this tent. And, uh, you know, I've all planned. And uh, so did, uh, you know, my buddy Gasser. He, he figured he was going to get one, too. We, we both had this, and let's put it this way, we had a sure thing set up for that, that Thanksgiving weekend. It was going to be great. Well, uh, so I go down to, you know, I go down to the order room to get my pants. So I walk in. You're supposed to come down and ask if you had a pass. See, I walk in, I'm already seen. And I walk in there and says, Give me, I want my pass for the three-day weekend, which begins tonight at uh, 2300. And the guy says, You? Who? You? Who are you? He looked at me and said, Forget it. You're not on the list. I said, What? I had expected to win. No pass. Forget it. So I go drifting back to the barracks. And... Uh, I drift back, and on the way I see Gasser coming back. He ain't got one either. So uh, we we go walking into the tent, sit down. Now what the hell? 
What are you doing now? Well, I, I hope you realize that uh, that it isn't so bad not not getting a chance to go home on a holiday. In fact, many guys wish they didn't have to go home on holidays. Do you agree with that? You do. Well, of course, you come from a hot-blooded Latin race, and uh, they they do like to go home on holidays, don't they? Well, I come from a cool-blooded non-Latin race that uh, <laughs> that often plots to get out of going home on a, on a holiday. It's a very different view, seems like. It's the loner view. And so on that that holiday, I sit around, you know, I said to Gas, "So what do you think's going to happen?" Gas says, "I don't know." I said, uh, "I know what I'm going to do." He said, "I'm going to sleep tomorrow." I don't want to. I'm not going to get up, which is one of the good things. You, at least if you're if you're going to be in camp, you don't have to you know you don't have to go out. You don't have to get up or anything like that. They let you sleep till maybe eight eight thirty, you know, sleep in. So uh, we did, you know. So we drifted on down to breakfast and it was Thanksgiving and all the all the losers of the camp there, you know, the guys that didn't get didn't get their passes. Little did we realize that we are about to have one of the great moments in uh, at least in my army life. <laughs> About about noon, all of a sudden the PA system came alive, and on a PA is the sergeant. He says, "Ah, Sir Kwofsky, all you guys down there, Company B, Company K, P, L, and M." He was the battalion major, see, battalion major sergeant, sergeant major. Now we have a special Thanksgiving celebration which will occur at at uh, thirteen hundred. All you guys be in a mess hall. I want you in Class A's. You'll be in a mess hall and celebrate Thanksgiving. There will be no exceptions to unless you're on sitcom. Well, that's one way to celebrate Thanksgiving. There will be no exceptions to celebrating unless you're on sitcom. So at uh, five minutes to one, we start, well, you know, we were going to go on uh, going down the mess hall anyway. So we all gather in the mess hall in Class A's. And I've ne I'll never forget this thing. It's a fantastic thing. It was the first time I ever saw a mess hall with tablecloths. Yeah, they had tablecloths laid out, they see, which they bought from the officer's mess. And uh, they had tablecloths. And uh, they had little bowls, GI bowls, you know, those little white GI bowls, little GI bowls of uh, Army GI issue cashew nuts. And uh, did you know that the Army issues cashew nuts? <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, so we all walk in there and sit down and say, my God, look at the cashew nuts there. And uh, with that, the KP is walking up and down the center of the uh, of the mess hall, and he's saying, uh, "Listen, you guys, uh, you're allowed three of them cashew nuts per man. Uh, uh, three of them cashew. If you want to trade off with the cashew nuts, you can have three olives." And so each one of us had three cashew nuts, which we passed around, and it was the beginning of my first GI, totally GI integrated. When I say integrated, that means integrated into the army. Total GI Thanksgiving. And the moment that the turkey came out was one of those great moments. They did not have a turkey, by the way. I will tell you what they made the turkey out of in just a moment. Hello, I'm... Well, see, he who reaps shall sow. <laughs> and so, and so, and so. Now, of course, life is, uh, is always that way. I mean, there's just two kinds of people in this existence. There's either bowling balls or bowling pins. And uh, you don't often know which one you are until somebody lands a biggie on you. you know, are, are you in the pocket or are you a seven pin in life? Are you part of the great split in the spare game? 
are you a 10 strike? Uh, have yourself a fairly, you know, interesting uh, holiday. And, uh, you know, keep your eyes open, knees loose, such you can. And uh, watch out for the sliders. They, uh, well, that's another season, isn't it? That's right. And then watch out for the middle linebackers. They tend to blitz. Conversation.